Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. That was collaborative. It was collaborative. I like that. We welcomed everyone inappropriately. I like it. It was a little bit much, but I think that's fitting for our topic today. Yeah. Because today we're talking about why you don't need to train seven days a week. Um, My first comment is because that sounds ridiculous. And my second comment was, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And if you do, bravo. I don't. But I think it's a really big belief out there that you need to work out five to six times a week or to see results, whether that be like strength results or weight loss results. I think that's kind of become like the common misconception around this industry. And it's one that I see from the coach side, not a lot of people want to talk about and change because I think sometimes you either sell things per session. So you're like, well, it's like, Hey, I mean, that's more money for me, but it's also like you do better if you, if your clients get results they do better. And Mm -hmm. it's not to say that, you know, there are some people who do work out five to six days a week. We're not totally knocking everyone in this, but it's, if your clients get results, you're like, well, like, I guess like I got to keep doing once to get some results, but that's what we want to talk about today about why you don't need to do that because it's not, it's not realistic for the majority of the population. Yeah. And, and like you said, there are people that do that and if you do that and that's what you want to do, that's great for you. I, we just want to make sure that, especially going into this new year, that people aren't thinking that that's the only way to do it. Um, and then burning themselves out. Ultimately, I, I'm glad that we're talking about this today at last, last week. I don't know. It's been a long couple of weeks, um, with the holidays at some point recently, someone was at the gym, um, saying that they, they know that they need to start doing their hour of cardio a day so they can lose some pounds. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> did you catch my eyes on that eye roll? Yeah. Um, I just, I just as politely and non-judgmental as possible was like, yeah, I mean, cardio, cardio is good. Um, but you know, a lot of, a lot of weight loss is kind of in the, in the diet part of it. You know, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of cardio before and I lift a lot now. And, um, that skill really didn't move until I really incorporated my diet into what I was doing and for what I was doing, um, an hour of cardio a day, along with your lifting workout, it might work for a short amount of time and then yeah. it's going to stop. I think the biggest reason people get locked into cardio or hit or, you know, those hard intense workouts five to six times a week is because they see really fast results, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a shock to your system. It's not truly losing weight. You're probably losing some muscle. You're probably losing some inflammation, but you're not truly losing body fat. Yeah. And I think what people forget is that in order to keep muscle on your body, it has, your body has to do more work, which means it burns more calories. So having more muscle 
means you burn more calories, which means you get to eat more food, which means you stay leaner. Right. And to get more muscle, you have to move weight. Yes. Not just cardio. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people also, when you do like cardio and hit or super intense workouts, five, six, seven days a week, and you get super sweaty and you feel like you're doing a really good workout because of the amount of sweat that you have. Um, I know like when I, when I started lifting, I didn't sweat as much as when I was doing a lot of cardio and I was, there was a serious contemplation of, is this a hard enough workout? It is really, truly is the next day. And the next couple of days, I knew that it was, um, two days after our Monday workout, I'm still remembering it's pretty hard. I know, I know. Um, but I didn't sweat buckets. Like it would, if I ran for, let's be honest, 30 seconds. So, yeah. So let's get into some of the pros of working out five, six, seven days a week. First one we have on the list here is that it's suited for high level advanced individuals. We're talking like professional athletes. Yeah. If we want to talk like high level lifters, you think of like an Amanda Lawrence, you think of like um, a Danny Mello, a Steffi Cohen, like those people train five, six, seven days a week because it's their job. Like yeah. they have sponsorships, they compete at the highest level. They There's get paid reason. to be fit. Right. I mean, I know Steffi Cohen runs her own business, right? Like Amanda Lawrence's job is to be Amanda Lawrence and to be a power lifter. Mm-hmm. My job is to run a business and right. power lifting is my hobby in, in, in all honesty, right. You know, it's, they have time for the recovery for the warm up to have the good food that you need to do with that. Most people struggle to just get in to the gym consistently for 45 minutes, three to four days a week. That's why it's for high level advanced athletes, individuals. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I went down a deep, deep rabbit hole of CrossFit. Um, I never, I never joined a gym. I really, uh, lived through YouTube videos <laughs> people, but it was all the super high level athletes that go to the games that win the games that are the strongest, fittest man and woman on earth titled. Right. Um, and they go to the gym seven days a week, two to three times a day. Like that is, that is their life. That is their job. Like you said, they get sponsors for it. Most of them own a CrossFit gym, like that are affiliated with CrossFit, the company. Um, and it really gave me like a complex of, I really need to be working out seven days a week. I should be doing two a days. I should no. again, my job, just like you is to run a business, working out, having some kind of fitness is what it comes down to a hobby. Yeah. I know. Um, a girl that I played softball with when I was a freshman in high school, she was a senior. Her name is Andrea Nissler. She's very competitive in the CrossFit games, um, runs her own gym here in Minnesota. And because of the high level, I mean, she's on Rich Froning's team now. Um, her job is to work out and she has other people who are overseeing her gym day-to-day activities so that she can be the best athlete that she can be. And it, it was fun to watch when she was in, in some serious preparation for these team games, how much she was training. Cause she's very good at documenting it and putting, putting out her day-to-day activities on there. 
So I could see like morning, we got like a really heavy, intense team training session. And then she's got like a, a mobility and then it's got a conditioning session. And it's, you're like, this is so cool to see what it, what goes into doing this. Mm -hmm. But it also just goes to show how unrealistic it is for the average person. Yeah. I mean, when they have a mobility session yes, in their program, then it's, yeah. Like when people will, and I get it cause I've done it. People will, um, someone that I know told me that DLB, Daniel and Bailey was their goals. That's the body type that they want. And you know, yep. Is it attainable? Absolutely. I just want you to know that the body that she has, that's her job. That is it's what she does. Yep. Um, another pro is social exposure. You go to the gym seven days a week, you're going to be exposed to people. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I do think that coming out of COVID, I, a lot of people are desperate for some social interaction. Yeah. So I can understand one of the big things from, from people that we work with is like, this is my, this is my time to get out of the house. It's my time to like see people. And I, I'm all for that. I mean, I'm all for you having friends and, and social interactions, but you can do that outside the gym. You can, I am going to say, and I'm not going to lie this past holiday, this past Christmas, uh, landed on a Saturday. The gym was closed. I usually only go in on Saturdays to work, not work out. So I'm there getting social exposure. Um, it's part of my routine. You and I did go in early the Friday before I got my Jordan time. Then, um, she got early morning, Jordan. I got early morning, Jordan. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, on Sunday, when the gym opened back up, I seriously contemplated going in and just doing some mobility work, just to get out of the house and be around different people. Um, I love my husband. I love my family. It was a lot of family time, (laughs) but I was like, like I wasn't, I was not in the gym for the same amount of time as I would have been normally. It was just yeah, my brain. I was like, my brain might need to be around different people or be by itself. Exactly. One One of the two. And it's, yeah, you get a lot of uh, people time there. It really becomes your family, your community. I mean, I'm, I go to the gym six days a week because we are open six days a week. (laughs) And when we're not like this last week, it feels very odd, but that void was filled with time with family, um, time out of the house in, in a different way, which is the same to say as like, you can, you can fulfill that three to four days a week. If you're working out that often you can fulfill that in other ways as well. And I think it's great if you get social exposure at the gym, if you have that community, like our gym is very much a community. It's not a big box gym. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows what everybody's working towards. Um, and I love that about our gym. My biggest problem is trying to leave at a decent time instead of sitting there and chit-chatting with everybody. Yes. Yeah. Another pro of five, six, seven workouts a week is an increased caloric expenditure across the week. You are working out more frequently. You're going to burn more calories across the week. Cool. Yep. I think piggybacking right off of that. Another pro is that it increases the total volume. When you have five training sessions, you're not going to be short on volume. No, absolutely not. Because it's, I mean, you're getting a lot of reps in a lot of sets in. 
Last is improved psychological health, which piggybacks kind of off of social exposure is like the act of going there and having that, that space is valuable to certain people, gets you out of the house, gets you away from whatever it is, right? Like you said, your time out of the house, away from, you know, with different people or alone, that's valuable to people as well. Yeah. I think also, even if you go and you're, and you're by yourself, you're in a big box gym, you throw your headphones on and the endorphins that you get from working out, a lot of people need those. Um, and you and I do not power lift six, seven days a week. We power lift on a program four days a week. Um, those endorphins that I get from that are the best I feel during the week, um, to counteract when I'm not powerlifting. If it's not a training day, I, you know, going for that walk outside, doing something active on those off days will that still get those endorphins going. I think is very important. I just don't consider those a workout. It's not for the purpose of burning calories and staying fit. It is for the physical and psychological, it's for the psychological health that you get from moving your body. Yeah. So let's get into some of the cons here of five, six, seven workouts a week. Biggest one that I see is it's, there's less long-term sustainability. One of the biggest things that I always ask people is, can you do this for the rest of your life? Can you work out six days a week for the rest of your life? That means you take one day a week off forever. Most people, that's a no. Right. Unless it's your job, it's a no. And if you think about it, let's say you are someone who does not work out at all, has never worked out. You work out one day a week. You had one day a week of working out. You will see results. Yeah. You had yeah. two days a week. You will see results. If you work out seven days a week, six, seven days a week, at some point, something has to change for you to continue to see results. Um, and then if you decide that it's not sustainable and you decrease what you're working out, there will be a little bit of a change in your body because you're decreasing that caloric output. Like it's kind of like how we talk about runners. You have to keep running further or faster. You have to keep doing more. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not sustainable. People have trips, people have things that happen and takes you out of the gym. Next con is decreased recovery capabilities, which you're burning more calories across the week. You've increased your volume. You're going to decrease your recovery. You're, you're losing more and you're, you're doing more work. So you're also giving your body less time to recover when you don't have days in between. There's a reason why we squat on Mondays and don't squat again until Thursday. Yeah. We're, we're allowing that body to recover. And when you are, you are pounding on that body five, six, seven days a week, it's, you're not giving it that time. It's also important to note, we squat heavy on a Monday and don't squat heavy again until the next Monday. Correct. We're not squatting heavy Monday and then Thursday. No, it is. I mean, it is designed to be a heavy and a lighter day. Yeah. I also think about, um, when we go into a meat prep the week before a meet, you work out twice a week. You're doing maybe 40% of the weight, the load that you're going to be doing. Not a lot of reps. It's really just to keep that muscle memory for that movement and make yourself mentally feel better. Yeah. Um, 
And I really didn't understand recovery until I started competing. And people, <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, what, you're going to take the week off before a meet? Isn't that the worst time? I'm like, no, it is the absolute best time because I've been pounding on my body for the last eight, 12 weeks prepping for this thing. It kind of needs a break before I go max everything out. Yeah, absolutely. In one day. <laughs> um, it's, it's something that you don't realize until you have it. Like you don't know, right. They always say, you don't know, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Mm -hmm. This is like, you don't know what could be until you try. Yeah. Another con on this list is it's not suitable for beginners, which we dove into that when it comes to high level advanced athletes. If you're a beginner and you, you touched on this as well, if, if you've never trained before, if you've not done anything in a very long time, one workout a week, will get you results Two, three workouts a week. will get you results. You don't need to smash yourself five days a week. No, you will get burnt out so quick yeah. and then you're going to go right back to where you were even worse. Yeah. Six, seven workouts a week also decrease your overall work intensity. When you have five to seven workouts, you can't go all out every single one. Right. Like there is no way I could squat heavy again today. No, no. My body's, my legs are still like, no, 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 no. My adductors would murder me. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you have to decrease the intensity in order to make up for the volume. Mm -hmm. Um, you're doing so much more, so, so many more reps, so many more sets. It, it, something's got to give. Mm -hmm. And if you don't give, and you try to continue with that intensity, then we get to another con of you're more likely to lead to overtraining injuries and some overuse issues. Yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, we squat heavy on Mondays and then we don't squat heavy again until the next Monday. If I worked out like we work out six days a week, I guarantee you the next Monday heavy squat would not go as well. No, no. I, I mean, there have been days where right schedules don't align and I've had to push and have a squat, my light squat day on a Friday. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, I can even tell like my body notices come Monday that woo, we didn't have that extra day in between. And it's not dramatic. It's just, it's aware. I'm, I'm maybe a little bit tighter. I'm a little bit less recovered, whatever it may be. It's just, Oh, man, I, I, I didn't have this today. Yeah. We definitely worked. Um, and we didn't even talk about this cause we just happened to have the same workout schedule before we started working out together. I knew that two days of not squatting from my heavy squat to my light squat was good. I needed a full three days of not squatting before I went from my light squat back to my heavy squat because yeah. I needed, I was still a little, little sore from that heavy squat on Monday, but it was fine to do it on Thursday, but I need a full three days of not squatting to yeah. be able to do it again on Monday. I mean, it, think of it like this. Like we, we squatted 290 on Monday and I think we squat what two, two and a quarter this week for our light day. Yeah. That two and a quarter feels like, it was like 290. <laughs> I was going to say, it feels like 290. And it's nowhere near it. It's just because we're still, we're still not quite recovered. Right. Another thing with five to seven workouts a week is that you decrease your workout split variety. So this is talking in right now, our workout split, we have upper, lower, upper, lower, or lower, upper, 
lower upper, however yeah. you want to look at it. It's in every other. Yeah. You decrease the variety that you're able to do, because here's the thing. If you, if you try to follow that same split and just throw in another lower day, well, then your upper body misses out on that balance. One of the most common ways to do a five day split is a, an upper lower push pull legs. And that's kind of like the basis of it. I mean, there's, you could not do a full body split every single day. Your body would be absolutely shredded in a bad way, not in like a a fit jacked type of way. Um, You could potentially get away with like a, you know, uh, a upper, lower, upper, lower, you know, maybe a full body day, but there's really not much more variety that you can have with this. Yeah. I think the misconception is when you hear about like the gym bros where like it's chest day on Mondays and then it's back day on Tuesdays and leg, they don't do leg day. And then it's <laughs> this day. On, yeah. I mean, they have a five day split with just their upper body. Yeah. Um, they're not, I, I do not think that they're getting the most of that kind of a workout because at some point, your chest and back, they are going to fall into each other and you're not going to be able to do as much as you could. Yeah. And it, it takes away that ability of knowing that Monday we squat and deadlift, Tuesday we bench, Thursday we squat and deadlift, Friday we bench. If you like, if you're somebody who's trying to get into a workout routine, again, why this isn't meant for beginners, like if you aren't doing anything but an upper lower push pull leg split, it's going to be, it's going to be a cycle. Um, and if you don't get it on the exact right days and it trickles over into the next week, well, then you're really in a mess. And that's really, you know, all of a sudden you're doing an upper day on a Monday and then next week you're doing an upper day on a Wednesday. And it just really gets, it, it prevents you from getting into a routine. It sure does, which is very hard to get used to. Yeah. Um, and I know we touched a little bit on, it burns you out. And it can lead to more injuries because you're not recovering the way that you need to. And you're doing too much at one time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It is very overwhelming. I mean, I look at like Steffi Cohen is a really good example right now because she's, I mean, she's taking a break from powerlifting. Yeah. I mean, she, she did the five days, five, six days a week because it was her job. She holds numerous world records, but she's taking a break. She's boxing now. She's still training, but she's, she's boxing. And, you know, it's not to say that she's burned out. She's been very clear. Like she's not done on the platform. She, she expects to someday compete again, but she just needed to do something different at this point. And, you know, we'll, we'll see as some of these really high level power lifters right now continue on in their journey, you you know, do they at some point reach that point where it's like, Ooh, I need to do something a little bit different. I need to change things up. I need to take a break, whatever it may be, because it, you know, doesn't matter who you are, even if it's your job, I love my job, but there, I get to a point where I'm like, I need a couple days break because I'm pooped out of it. Yeah. There's another power lifter, uh, Maddie mad dog. Um, she started competing in bodybuilding for a little while. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you just need to switch, switch it up. Even, yeah. even if it is your job. I actually just saw 
this week that Russ plans to take the stage for bodybuilding this year. In this really? Country. Yeah. He said he's still competing at nationals, um, but he does expect he, he would like to take the stage for bodybuilding at some point this year. Wow. Yeah. Which, I mean, how unfortunate. You're so jacked and ripped already. I know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You have to cut so much body fat. What body fat, Russ? <laughs> no, no, he's very, he's a very ripped individual. Um, side note, I'm not going to say never because I never say never, <clears throat> except uh, when it comes to maybe triathlon training with you. But I could not imagine during a bodybuilding show. Mm-mm. Speaking of triathlon training, I was asked. No. No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying we're doing it. I just know that she listens to this podcast. One of one of the two who completed the triathlon. Good for her. Yeah, she wants you to swim, me to run, her to bike. Done. We do a team. <laughs> Done. Done. Got it. Which lake is it at? That's it better not be at Chisago. That's what I said. That's the problem. I said, we got it. it. Well, we, she didn't specify. She didn't specify. Oh, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. As long as it's not in Chisago. I just said, uh, we got to figure out the lake where Gretchen will be swimming before before she commits. Easy. I could do it today. Let's go. (laughs) We're in. Ooh, it's a little cold. It is a little cold. It'd be a polar plunge. (gasps) I could do a polar plunge. That sounds fun. No. Oh. No, I'm not doing that with you. You wouldn't do a polar plunge? No. Why? I don't like cold water. Here I am really wanting to do like ice baths. I mean, I did ice baths for a really long time, but I don't know. I I mean, I don't want to, I don't know how I did those. I really didn't like them. Were you forced? Probably. Okay. Well, to your friend listening done, I will be your swimmer. Easy. Last con to this list before we get into three to four workouts a week is increased chance for stressed out binge eating, which is a huge problem if you're trying to get healthy because you're trying to break that pattern usually. Mm -hmm. But when you're working out that many days a week, that cortisol, that really, really awful cortisol free flowing through that system, telling you it needs some sweets really telling you it needs some recovery to the point of you just can't resist it. And all of a sudden there you are on the couch, two hands in those bag of Cheetos, nibbling on some chocolate, sipping some wine. You're done for. Sounds like a great night. <laughs> Not sure about that. Uh, okay. Let's get into three to four workouts a week. Why the, this is more beneficial. Number one, Allows for better recovery. Yes. Well, you have more days in between. Absolutely. You have more, more rest or active recovery days. Duh. Um, so we've said we squat heavy, squat and deadlift heavy on Mondays. Our heavy bench days on Friday. I get a lot of um, people at the gym, like, I wouldn't say making fun of me, but kind of making fun of me because I don't work out on the weekends. Saturday and Sunday are not workout days unless they absolutely have to be. Yeah. They're not workout days. One, that's kind of like my family time. But two, I don't want to work out in between two heavy days. Right. Like I want a full two days to recover. 
yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if I, if I plan workouts on the weekend and I typically, I do some type of active recovery, some type of activation workout on Saturdays. Yeah. I just don't consider those workouts. I don't really either. Um, but yeah, that's like, I am in the same boat. I need, I need some chill time. My body needs some, some decompression time. Mm-hmm. And I really do the activation because I just, I tend to sit more on the weekends and I would like to not be stiff. I was going to say, because you can't sit still. <laughs> well, believe it or not, usually when I'm sitting, I'm doing something else. So weird. <laughs> we are, our coach, Julia yesterday, I was, I was talking to her about how I listen to podcasts and everything on two speed because I just, I can't, I, I cannot focus if it's at one. And she's like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you doing less than two things at a time. And I was like, well, you're right. Multitask. Did you notice on Monday that I multitasked while you were doing your last set of deadlifts that I was getting? Yeah. It kind of gave me a little anxiety because I couldn't multitask. Oh, it was fine. I really appreciated it. I appreciate it. But you, but do you also notice that during your sets of deadlifts, deadlifts, I'm multitasking. I know. <laughs> I'm resting and getting my weights ready because I'm just, I know. And then like when we're both still deadlifting, I sit the entire time you're working. And then I'm like, oh, you're done. I should probably figure out what I need next. Yeah. Sitting still. Uh, no. Okay. Not, not uh, I'll let you explain this one better suited for ages 30 to 50. I'm not 30 yet. So shush your mouth. I think it's better suited for me. <laughs> this is just in, in some of the research that's been done, it has been shown that this is more suitable for individuals who are in this age range. Um, the age range did not include 28 and 29 year olds. Cause you're older than me. Not for very long, Jordan. I don't think we slow your aging process. I know, but at some point you'll be my age again some point but for six months out of the year I'm an old lady sure are um second third third pro to this list is it's fit for all experience levels three to four workouts is something that a beginner can can relatively take on pretty quickly um we if we have somebody who's a very very new beginner they go one time a week two times a week And then up to three times a week, like we gradually work our way up to that point. And that works really, really well. We have some people who, you know, it's a, it's just been a minute and and three workouts is very suitable for them. The great part is like workouts, especially, I mean, our workouts are scalable. The workouts we do with our clients, very scalable. You could have an, a more advanced client in a workout and a beginner in a workout going three times a week and modify well for, for different experience levels. Yeah. And then on the same end of it. We're not, you and I are not novice. We are also not Steffi Cohen or Danny Melno. Um, but four days a week is all we need. Yeah. Uh, next one allows for greater workout intensity. You can push harder within that workout because you know, you have the time between I mean, if I knew I had to squat again on Tuesday, I would psychologically be telling myself, you probably shouldn't squat so heavy on Monday. Right. 
you're able to push harder because there's, there's an, a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. You don't, you don't have to get under this bar for another two days. So give it all you got. Then we go to, it offers greater workout split variety. You can very reasonably do three full body workouts across a week. Um, you can do upper lower, you could do push pull style. The really cool part about this is I think of all of the different lifters at our coach's gym that I've come across and their different programs that he's come up with them based on what they can do. Right. Mm -hmm. You have some people who are on like a two week cycle because you know, okay. In these two weeks, I need you to get in X number of workouts. Um, but it still totals to be eight workouts, right? But it may be on, you know, this first week I can get in four, five workouts. And on this week I can get in three. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had other individuals that can only, they can only consistently do three workouts a week, but it's, there's more variation there, that, which to me means more fun. Um, if we, as power lifters, if we had to squat bench and deadlift more than what we do, I'd probably get really bored with it. Yeah. I also think it allows for uh, wiggle room in your life. Multiple times we've had things come up or have gone on trips or something, and I still can maneuver and switch some workouts around. So I still get it all in while having that life outside of the gym. Yeah. If I'm working out six, seven days a week, I where where do I push that workout to? Exactly. There's, there's no extra day. Yeah. Um, it promotes a greater caloric expenditure in the workout, um, or through that day that goes back to a lot of like post-exercise oxygen consumption, the, the calories it takes to repair you after you complete your training session. Um, you're working harder. So the the intensity is there, which means following that workout in the repair process, you're going to be burning more calories, which means you're going to have a greater caloric expenditure. Last but not least, improves your work capacity. You can tolerate more. Um, gosh, I think of when we first started powerlifting. I would squat just and just squat. Like we would just, I'm like, I feel like I'm a fairly fit individual. But when we started, we'd spend the whole hour working on squat. And then we'd spend another time, the whole time working on deadlifts because my work capacity wasn't ready to squat and heavy deadlift. And my work capacity wasn't ready to, you know, heavy bench with all of these accessories. Um, I don't know, all of a sudden one day he switched my, because I used to do heavy squat on Monday and heavy deadlift on Thursday. Yeah, me too. And all of a sudden he switched, I think probably to get ready for a meet to, to kind of show me and, and, and build my work capacity to do both of those things in one day. Yeah. And we never went back because I really, I thrived off of it. I loved that. I loved being able to do that. I also only see him once a week. So it, it gave me the opportunity for him to see both lifts on, on, on a certain day. I remember I was heavy, heavy squat, light deadlift on Monday and then heavy or light squat and heavy deadlift on Thursday. And then when you and I really started working out together, um, it was easier for him to, that's really the only time that I work with him too. It was easier for him to be able to see my heavy squat and heavy deadlift, um, at the same time with you. And we didn't have to move as much weights around 
because <laughs> can you imagine if I had a light deadlift on your heavy deadlift day, we would, we would need two different barbells just loaded up to go. Um, and once we did that, I enjoyed it a lot more as well. Um, we'll have to do a whole nother podcast on this topic, but I know our coach has mentioned multiple times that it is a lot easier for women to squat heavy and deadlift heavy on the same day because we recover faster than needing to then do the light deadlift. Um, We can take that load a lot better because we're rock stars because we're awesome. Girls rule, you know. Boys rule. Who who runs the world? Girls! (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's break down a couple of cons before we wrap this up here. So three to four workouts a week. Biggest con is it goes against common practice, right? Everyone thinks they need five to seven workouts to see results. And all of a sudden it's like this taboo thing of like, what? Like, I, but I'm not going to see as, as good a result if I do that. Right. Not true. Not true. Uh, next one decreases your total volume, which is kind of, it's arguable. Yeah. It's arguable. You can add more sets. You can add more weight reps to the workouts that you're doing. So Yes, it, it could look like less volume. I mean, if you kept, if you just simply cut days, you know, you had a five day program and you cut down to three, yes, that's going to decrease the volume, but you could piggyback some of that onto those, those days. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could easily, the amount of accessory works that we get on our light days, we could easily put that into another workout day. Yeah. It would be the same volume. On the same token, we get those days done fairly quickly because they're lighter days and we could, you know, add more accessories on another day, but it depends on what you're doing with it. I just, I have no idea what I would do if I had to work out another day. Like, what would I add in? Right. I'm doing as much as I can right now. Yeah. And then last but not least is it forces you to look at other body composition factors. This is the biggest one that really gets people is digging into that, why, why you feel you need to work out five to seven days a week. And more often than not, it's, it's a psychological component, some message that you've been sending yourself for a long time. Mm-hmm. It also means you have to look at your diet. Oops. I think that's the hardest thing for people to do because I'm not saying that getting into the gym is easy, but I think working out is easier than eating. Right. Yeah. All, all I got to do is go into the gym and you know, lift some things and go on the treadmill and then I can eat whatever I want. It's something when you work out, it's something you do once a day, three to four times a week. Yep. You eat three to four times a day, seven days a week. Correct. There's a lot more times. There's also the social exposure. Um, when you, I know for me, I've noticed this about myself is when I go out to eat with I don't, let's say like the four of us went out to eat. Um, I am going to be a, a better behaved eater with you around because you know, my goals, you know what I'm working towards. We're working towards this together. So I'm going to pick, I'm going to make a better choice. It's just like, but when I'm home alone, I may go home and right after that, eat a handful of Oreos. <laughs> Same goes for working out. There are people who see you there who see you doing these things. Right. Right. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.